Hello and welcome. We are here live today with the lovely Lisa Sorvig from Keller Williams Select. Thanks Hello. for coming today, Lisa. Thanks for having me. I also have my great teammates. I'm trying to stray from wingman. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stieg Sandel. Glad to be here too, and I want to I want to congratulate you for your pronunciation of Sorvik. <laughs> Good yes. job. <laughs> and last but not least, our business development manager Jessica Von Baron. Good afternoon. <laughs> Jessica's like uh, who's Howard Stern's uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Stephen no. Oh yeah, uh, Robin. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Always smiling. Yeah. Always happy. Uh, Someone's got to laugh at our jokes. <laughs> Someone's got to laugh at our jokes. Okay, Lisa. Lisa and I did a deal recently. We had a mutual buyer. It was a great transaction. Yep. That went really well, and everyone's happy. And uh, somehow I convinced Lisa to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just say it for the audience. Brad actually told Lisa that there was a surprise party for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah something that. about I'm the 50th, 50th agent yes. on your podcast. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. So, Episodes drinks and party everybody. after. Yeah. When, when's your birthday? My birthday is May 6th, so we can still celebrate. Celebrate, celebrate. Yeah. party. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you tell our listeners, uh, Lisa, kind of your journey into real estate. You kind of, you have, uh, Steve and I and Jessica know the story, but Mm -hmm. why don't you share kind of how you got into real estate and all the the road, not inroads, but the the journey along the way. I'm going to give us a little bit of background of Mm -hmm. how you got to where you are today. Sure. Yeah. So I got into real estate. Actually, I was a bartender right after college. We love bartenders. Yeah. Yeah. They serve us like Rocky Dash. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Did that right after college. I had a couple couple jobs after I graduated and nothing was really sticking. I wanted to be, I'm an entrepreneur. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to help people. So I was bartending down in River Falls and I met this amazing realtor who would come in all the time and I just when you say all the time <laughs> yeah well I would say weekly maybe but once like, a week yeah which felt like cheers or something like that. Yeah. yeah well the thing I recognized about this individual is when she would walk through the door it was like someone flipped the light on and everyone just became happier oh, and everybody cool. knew who she was and she was friends with all the builders and, and cheers music. <laughs> yeah. this is too young for cheers probably yeah, i know what cheers, cheers is <laughs> i have never really watched it but i've seen i've seen clips of it so yeah it was 2000 you know 8 2009 2010 in the everything was changing with the market so I asked this realtor one day, I said, can I take you out for for lunch? I want to interview you and I want to learn what it's like to be a realtor. So she said, absolutely, let's do it. So I talked to her about what it was like to be a realtor. What do you actually do? How does this whole thing work? And immediately the next day, I signed up to take my real estate courses. Is this realtor still in the business? Yep. Do we know her? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. She's she's wonderful. Her name is Terry McKay. Oh, Terry. Down River Falls. Yep. So I joined, I got my real estate license, and I jumped headfirst into real estate, and that was 2010. And that's a tough time to get into the business. 2010, that's when a lot of people were, you know, a lot of rats were jumping off the sinking <laughs> ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad and I were, were deep in the belly of the, of the beast at that point, and a lot of lenders were leaving the business, mm-hmm. a lot of agents were leaving it, and so for you to get in at that time that was that's a courageous move on your mm-hmm. part but also you know like like my friends here always hear me say the in china there's one word and it means both crisis and opportunity and you, mm-hmm. you recognize the opportunity of the crisis and 
I want to hear what happens next. Oh, (laughs) well, I got into real estate. I was 25 years old. I was the youngest person in my office by a long shot. But what was great was that the office that I was part of, it was right down the street from where I lived. So I would go into the office all every day, do my lead generation, go to classes. And then I would go bartend at night. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the business, we talked about this earlier, but a lot and a lot of the business that I had my first, even today, I mean, I had a closing last year, are relationships that I formed with people as a bartender great relationships with them and and so yeah I did real estate I started as a single agent and I jumped on a real estate team I I joined a real estate team and worked with buyers at a high level became a lead buyers agent so I got to help other agents on our team work with buyers can I interrupt you yeah Lisa (laughs) Because you're, you're too humble to talk about it, but I think the world needs to know. <laughs> when you were just a wee gal of 25 years old, your first year in the business, you won Rookie of, of the, the year. year. I was the Rookie of the Year, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. So that's, I mean, yep. that's big. And now you're just talking about being a buyer's agent. You also won the number one buyer's agent <laughs> of the year, 2016. So yep. these are big. You're highly decorated. Mm-hmm. You're not just some... Wells Fargo lost out. Yes, they did. Let's go. I'm sorry to sorry yeah. to up in the road here, but I want to make sure yeah. that people know who they're dealing with here. You know. Yeah. No, I I love real estate. I I love it. I I I can't wait to wake up every day and go to work. I don't know how people can dread going to work on Mondays. Right. We're the I can't. Same way. I don't understand. I love what I do. I I have amazing relationships with clients with other realtors. I believe in real estate, so not just as a place to live. I believe in it in as a tool to build wealth and build a life worth living. Sure. So I, I'm very, very passionate about what I do, and sometimes I have to, like, calm myself down because I get really excited. We're like, <laughs> I won't sleep at night because I'm just super excited about a new client I get to meet the next day. Or What's your May 6th birthday? <laughs> hearing <laughs> back on a, you know, are we going to get this our offer accepted, whatever it would be. <laughs> so I'm really blessed to be able to absolutely love what I do and to be – you know, in business with great people like you. Cool. Who are we? We should talk. Who yeah. are we? Yeah, who are we? Yeah, we um, have a big Brad deal. Brad and I are on work release from the St. Clair. Well, yeah, and Brad and I have been working together for over 20 years. Doesn't you, seem like Wow. Time. No, it seems like 50, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. It's been a long time. But the nice thing about having been in the business so long. I've been, mm-hmm. in, I've been in the business, I think Brad has too, since the 1900s. <laughs> since, oh, poor Brad. Yeah. <laughs> poor Brad. Very wise. Uh, yeah. Yes, but, but the nice thing about sort of having some gray hair and long teeth in this business is that we get to kind of pick and choose who we work mm-hmm. with a little bit more than, mm-hmm. than the average lender, and that's why it's it's nice to come across agents like you and be able to say, okay, let's, let's see if you can get a relationship going here because this is someone who's really worth working with you know there's you might be surprised but not every realtor has their client's best interest <laughs> in mind and uh that's why we like to highlight people like like lisa who really who really do truly want to help people and enjoy what they what they're doing for sure mm-hmm. and i think the most successful agents have uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for in the past they've rolled up their sleeves and mm-hmm. done different things for example Great. Mm-hmm. You know, Lisa worked at Wells Fargo, worked at a mortgage company decades ago. You kind of understand the banking world, mm-hmm. the mortgage world. Mm-hmm. Worked at a car dealership. Worked at a car dealership. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I worked at Dairy Queen. Oh, man, I've done it all. I've always been in roles where I've been able to serve others. And 
I love helping people. And I know like it's kind of cliche because we're all like, well, of course we like to help people. Like I take a lot of joy in helping people sure. and being an advocate. And because I've been in this industry for so long and I was in, I was in it, you know, selling foreclosures and I, my first listing was a short sale and mm. I got to help other agents. And I've worn so many hats that I feel like I can really bring value and help my clients just having all that experience and being able to, you know, be their fiduciary and guide them through the process. Cause really that's what we are is we're guides. Right. Houses sell themselves. Mm-hmm. We do not sell houses. We can help them find the house. We can help them, you know, determine if that's the house we want to make an offer on in, in the, in the process, but really we're consultants and we are here right. to help and guide people and then be your real estate partner, ideally for life. I want you to come back to me every time you want to buy and sell because sure. I want to help you. And you said something that, that struck a tone. It's, you're not there to sell someone a house. In fact, sometimes you're mm-hmm. probably there to talk someone out of a house. Oh, you know, yeah. In some, in some cases, mm-hmm. not the house you're listing probably, but uh, yeah. if, if someone comes across a house that they you know, maybe shouldn't be mm-hmm. investing in for whatever reason, they need someone who can mm-hmm. kind of see through the, the glitz and glamour of a Mm-hmm. It was sparkly hot. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, wait, this is haunted or something, right? <laughs> Have you ever sold a haunted house? We should ask that. I've never sold a haunted house, but I did have something weird happen to me one time, and I felt the spirit. I walked into a house. I knew immediately that there was some someone watching me. It was really, really creepy. <laughs> I knew that it was a man that had passed away in the home, and he was in a I just could have this sense. And I talked to the agent afterwards and I just said, told her, I said, I, I was actually looking at buying this house for myself and turning it into a rental property. So I went there by myself to look at it. It was vacant. Turns out the man had passed away in the home. And Recently? I, did you buy it? No, I did not buy it. <laughs> no, in fact, what was it was creepy because I, I knew that there was something, I could feel energy when I walked in the door. And then I was going to go up the stairs and it was a 1900s home, so it was really old. And I could just... I just didn't go any further past the top stair. I turned around and came back because I felt so uncomfortable. I just sure. felt like there was something yeah, there. Yeah. And turns out the man had passed away in the bedroom upstairs, and I learned that after I left the showing. Oh, wow. That's the only thing. And I don't know if I'm just immune from it, but there are agents that have experienced haunted homes. In fact, if you have a home that has been on one of those shows, like yeah. Ghost Hunters, or yes. like they sold one of the houses that was on like uh, The Conjuring or one of those movies... They sell for millions and millions of dollars. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess if you have a haunted home, Interesting. <laughs> you so might you ever add that to the listing notes. <laughs> By the way, someone no is haunting this house. No Casper. Yeah. <laughs> Instant equity. Yeah. yeah. I was showing a house um, last week and this, the buyer said she felt something really negative in the basement. And she was like, I need to just leave. And we, we left the house. I didn't feel it, but she did. So yeah. it's a real thing. Yeah, no, it's a real and thing. And we're just there to say, well, let's go find a different home. It's right. all good. We don't want you to wow. to buy a home. You don't want to. You don't Have you ever smudged a house? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a, a ritual that you yeah. do to, oh, yeah. when there are spirits oh. in the house. No, people do that, though. They do burn sage, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. I've never done that. No. But okay. it is a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Next episode. Next yeah, episode. I'm sure. I'm sure. Eventually, you'll have a realtor that will have lots more stories than I do. I'm kind no, of boring. Okay. That's, a, that's a really interesting, interesting story about that. Yeah. When Diane asked this question. Lisa was a team lead in the past, many yeah. years ago, because the name of our podcast is Realtor Conversations. Mm. I'm curious to know, after having done that for three years, mm-hmm. 
what do you, maybe what's some advice for other realtors that are listening that you've mm-hmm. seen yeah. in your years? Like what, why are some successful? Yeah. 20% or 30% are successful and the other yeah. 50, 60, whatever, 70 are, are not are as, not as mm-hmm. successful. It's a really good question. I think it's a couple things. The first thing is you have to have a vision mm-hmm. for your business. You have to know what it looks like and what you, where you're going. Right. And so you got to have a vision and then you got to build a business plan. And that's what I spent a lot of time doing, whether you were brand new or you'd been in the business for a few years or you were a top producing agent is there's so many different pieces of running a real estate business at a high level. You got to have a business plan and you got to be able to track your numbers and know what those numbers are. So, right. you know, you know where to improve, where to start spending money, stop spending money. So it's a combination of vision. You got to have a business plan. You got to be really, really hungry. Right. And right now it's fascinating because I talk to realtors every day that are great agents that are selling a lot of houses. We are having to work three times harder right now than we've had to work last year or the year before. There's less inventory. There's more buyers. It's very competitive. We have investors. It's, it's all about the hustle. So you got to be you got to be willing to hustle. You got to be willing to learn. You know, I'm taking I'm going to classes and training weekly i'm plugged in i want to know what other agents are doing i want to know what's what changes are happening in our industry because if you step away for a couple of weeks or a month right. or even a year from real estate it's completely different market than it was it's yeah. changing so quickly so you got to be in the game you got to be playing in the in the field not just watching it from the sidelines and i think the idea of being a realtor you know is kind of flashy and people yeah. think it's this i'm gonna make all this money and People, you know, I'd be a team leader and I'd have people reach out and say, I want to be a realtor. I just want to do it like as a part-time thing. (laughs) And I would say, do you really want to do it as a part-time thing? Here's what it takes to be successful. Are you willing to do that? And then they realize that, I don't know, maybe I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you gotta, you just gotta be hungry. That's the thing about top agents is they're really, really competitive. Mm -hmm. I want to know where am I at? I want to know, and I track my numbers. I'm a I love to look at my numbers and figure out, okay, what's my profit margin? I actually do a PL. I know a lot of realtors don't do a PL. Um, you pay your taxes. I pay my taxes. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm really focused on how can I build wealth in real estate. So my husband and I, we just flipped a house and it was awesome. We're looking at a duplex down in River Falls today that we might purchase. So really thinking, how can I just take my life, my personal life to the next level by investing more real estate? And then I want to bring all my clients, all my friends, all my my people that are also interested in investing in real estate and help them to also build wealth for their family. That's so cool. that's been my kind of my focus this year is helping wow. people build wealth in addition to finding a home and selling their home yeah. and all the above. But yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's the same on our side. It's I think the one thing that stands out to me is the hunger mm-hmm. the people that are willing to do the so-called non-glamorous things and you can't do them for a week and mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to do them for week in week out right now there's clients that I have I'm working with where I've written multiple offers for them we've looked at 20 homes and we're writing as competitive as we can and we just keep missing out mm-hmm. most people aren't willing to work for a month two months without a paycheck right they want to get paid directly for their time where a realtors, I was just telling my, my cleaning lady, I left my house and I, we were talking about real estate and I said, you don't sell real estate for the money you do. And you don't, you sell real estate because you genuinely want to help people. You love people. You love serving people. You love real estate. 
But if you just do it for the money, you're gonna you're not gonna make it. No. And the other realtors are gonna sense it, and the clients are gonna sense it, and you're gonna get squeezed out quickly. Yeah. Mm-mm. You should be the poster child for KW. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. You should call up, uh, what's the name? Gary Keller. Gary Keller? Yes, call Gary Keller. <laughs> <laughs> we could do your character. What's the W? Is there another? Keller Williams. Oh, Williams. Is there a Williams gentleman too? Or no? mm-hmm. is he was just Mr. part of it. Oh. He was just part of the company when they found it. He's just kind of in the, oh. on the side now. Yeah. He's not really involved as much. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, time flies when you're having fun. Did you have another question, Mr. I've got endless questions. Oh, boy. We have time for one more. (laughs) Time for one more. Well, okay. I want to hear about Nate the Viking Mm -hmm. and and your two beautiful children. So Lisa's a a family. Mm -hmm. Not only is she a hungry agent, but she's (laughs) very family-focused, and we we appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about your family and Mm -hmm. and sort of, I I assume they're kind of your why that you're doing yeah, I have an amazing family. I am so incredibly blessed. I can't believe how lucky I am. Amazing husband. We just celebrated our nine-year anniversary a couple of days ago. We dated long distance for five years. I lived in Hudson. He lived in Fargo. So we, we had to really test our mar- was our that, relationship. Was that before cell phones or no? Yeah. FaceTime or? <laughs> yeah, it was when I was, yeah, it was 2000. Did you have to write letters like Stina back in the day? <laughs> 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 Not send us kisses. Dearest Brad. I miss you. <laughs> AOL accounts? It's been a week. Like to the library yeah. and check my email. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was really neat because it really, I mean, you test your relationship it, to, to have a long-distance relationship for five years, and then we got married right away after he moved down here. Nice. So, Maybe most yeah. realtors should have a long-distance relationship, work hard for five years, <laughs> <laughs> and send their... Yeah, that's the template. That's, <laughs> that's the template. That's the... Yep. Yep. So I have two children. I have a, a little boy and a little girl. I have an amazing family, amazing mom great people around me some of my family I, I would say we're not even related but they feel like family because we're mm-hmm. so close so just yeah dogs cats animals <laughs> no I, no animals Mm-mm. okay I had a cat and then he uh, did he went outside and never came home one day <laughs> <laughs> mysterious yeah yeah I had one last question we forgot to talk about the market here we are in um July 22nd. Definitely June. June. Or June. <laughs> June That's close enough. We've been talking for Don't take away summer. <laughs> we all speak realtor. We know what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what are you seeing in the market today? Mm-hmm. In summer or almost summer. I guess we're one day in the summer now, right? Are we Since heating up? Yesterday. Is the inventory coming out a little bit? Or are people still afraid to show their faces and yeah. their 3% interest rates? No, there's definitely more listings coming on. The good ones still sell quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not uncommon for their, you know, I've heard a stat. There's three buyers for every listing right now. Um, Can I interrupt you? And you said something, the, you said the good ones sell quickly. Mm-hmm. What defines a good listing? Is it yeah. the quality of the house or the, or the accuracy of the price? It's both. Okay. It's the condition and it's the price. It's the location. Staging is a big part of it, you know, professional photography. So homes that are priced well at market or even even just under market, we're seeing crazy bidding wars. I just wrote an offer yesterday, 15000 over asking with an appraisal gap because we've lost out on two other properties. And we're like, we're not missing out on this one. It is very competitive. 
What we're seeing is that with rates where they're at, it's, it's really people's payments. You know, I'm, I'm running scenarios. So it's one thing I do is when I'm showing a house, I say, okay, if you buy this house, this is what your monthly payment would be. Because a lot of times, most people don't pay off their mortgage, but they make that monthly payment every month. And that's you really what they... I do that. Yeah. We could take that out. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I just use an app. So it's not a hundred percent. It just gives them an idea. But, and right now it's, you know, it's over $3,000 a month mortgage payment for a lot of people. And they're used to paying $1,800, $1,900 a month. Right. So that's part of it. But I think that it's still a strong market. It's still a great seller's market. Buyers just have to be ready to go. You have to be ready to yeah. write a competitive offer and have a good team of lenders on your side that can advocate for you to the listing agent. That's important. A team of lenders. A team of lenders. It's nice to work with Yeah. It's, it's your whole group. It's your whole team. It's, right. it's everybody sure. that is making that transaction to close. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone that's listening, I mean, I uh, listening to Lisa talk, you can you can just hear it and see it, witness it firsthand. Why you're such a great agent, oh, well, thank and, you. Uh, advocate for your clients, and it'll be interesting to look back in ten years when our podcast is on video <laughs> to see see the that and now of Lisa Sorbig, mm-hmm. heavy on the G. So yeah, that's awesome. It's good yeah. to see you succeeding, doing well, and all that good stuff. If someone wanted to get a hold of you to help. Mm-hmm. list their home or yeah. find a new one how would they get a hold of you yeah the best way is just call me call me or send me a text message sure yep. edit, edit. what number should they use <laughs> yeah so it's really funny because I have a 507 area code so everybody thinks I'm like a you know a foreigner right, right? <laughs> a foreigner yeah I'm from Northfield Minnesota yeah, I've had the Rochester. same <laughs> cell phone since I was 16 years old so my cell phone is 507 351 0560 awesome did you say you had a cell phone when you were 16 years yeah, old? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think I got my first cell phone when I was almost 30 years old. And it, was, yeah. it looked it was like a cinder block. Yeah. It was a, yeah. Well, I was in sports, and so my parents always wanted to like keep track of me. And, we're, and I was a wild child. I'm still oh. a little bit wild. And so well, my parents sports. wanted to keep track of me. I was a hockey player, oh. and I played soccer. Oh, cool. Yeah, in college. And then I went to... Or in high school. And then when I went to college, I just drank beer and <laughs> I just enjoyed being 21 and being young and having freedom. Oh, <laughs> just the awesome. honest. Yeah. Talk to my mom. Yeah. Well, thanks so. for coming. We'll have We're, a back I think for another one. This is mama. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would be, yeah. Oh, Mrs. Yeah. Sorvig. The, the long-suffering Mrs. Sorvig. Oh, what you, she, what you went through. she has so many stories. I probably wouldn't sell any more houses. <laughs> People say, this is wild child. No, it's good. Well, thanks for coming today, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for having me.